and welcome to this IQEQ webinar, which focuses on the important issue of economic substance in the Netherlands. This is the first webinar, part of a global series, which has an objective of shedding the light of the reality and practical issues of economic substance in all key investment hubs, including the Netherlands, of course. The economic substance agenda is one which we have become increasingly familiar with, driven from the highest levels of international cooperation at the level of OECD, including uh, BEPS action plan and 881-882 for European countries. In this context, the Netherlands has recognized the importance of ensuring economic substance and has been taking a number of steps which we'll be exploring in your webinar today. As you may know, the Netherlands already has established minimum substance requirement in a range of areas. For example, concerning the residency of its statutory and decision-making directors, the location of boards of board's decision, and level of equity that correspond to real risk. The law in the, in the Netherlands also takes a substance over form approach to ensure the, that real decision-making is happening in this country. Looking ahead for financial services companies registered in the Netherlands, the new year is expected to usher in additional requirements as from 1st January relating to annual salary cost and office space and might discuss the likely impact of these new rules today. As you know, at IQEQ, we are very much committed to playing our parts in helping corporates to meet the current and future substance requirements, whether through setting up and administering a Dutch payroll or seconding employees to your Dutch company, for example, in line with the company's specific profiles and needs. We will surely be looking into some of these issues in greater depth today. If we look at the picture in a wider context, in the light of this pandemic we are currently facing and the related travel and quarantine restriction, it will also be interesting to consider whether there might be some negative impact on the ability for companies to demonstrate their economic substance as they will normally do. And we might think about how this can be dealt with. That's key for, let's say, the key element of substance requirement. For now, it gives me a great pleasure to kick off the discussion and introduce you to Anton Akimov, Senior Associate at Lawyers and Loaf, who will give an update on Dutch substance requirements. Thanks a lot. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, in this part of the webinar, I will update you on the substance requirements for Dutch service companies that they currently need to meet, so in 2020. I will elaborate on the additional substance requirements as per 2021. Then we will take a step into the future to 2022 when the Dutch government wants to introduce uh, substance requirements for Dutch holding companies. Let's go to the next slide. Let me start with the Dutch substance requirements for Dutch uh, for service companies. The Dutch minimum substance requirements already exist for quite some years, and probably uh, you're all familiar with them. In short, 
certain companies that make use of the Dutch tax treaty network have to comply with these requirements. Uh, otherwise, information gets exchanged with source countries involved. So the substance requirements help source countries determining whether the Dutch service company should be entitled to treaty benefits. Let's go into a bit into more detail. The substance requirements in principle apply to so-called service companies. What are service companies? Dutch-based companies whose activities in a year, predominantly for 70% or more, consist of receiving and on paying interest, royalties, rent, or lease amounts to and from group companies based outside the Netherlands are considered as so-called service companies. If the service company can apply the Dutch tax treaty network or the EU directive or the domestic implementation of the source countries involved, certain requirements will need to be met with respect to their substance in the Netherlands. To determine the activities uh, or to determine whether the activities for at least 70% or more consists of receiving and non-paying interests, royalties, rent, lease amounts. The following factors can play a role, and these are types of assets and liabilities, the turnover, profits, activities from which the profits are derived, and the time spent by employees. Any holding activity of the taxpayer must be excluded for this test. Therefore, holding companies that, for example, perform marginal financing activities also need to meet the minimum substance requirements if they are not engaged for at least 30% in other activities. If the taxpayer is a fiscal unity, which is an optional regime in the Netherlands, the activities of all companies included in that fiscal unity must be taken into account. If a company qualifies as a service company, and the Dutch tax treaty network or an EU directive or a domestic implementation thereof is used, um, the following substance requirements must be continuously met. These are on the next slide. Yeah, so these are on this slide. Probably uh, most of you have already seen these requirements. The first one is at least 50% of the board is Dutch resident. The Dutch board members have the required professional knowledge to perform the functions qualified employees for proper handling of transaction, management decision taken in the Netherlands, main bank accounts held in the Netherlands, bookkeeping conducted in the Netherlands, registered office in the Netherlands, companies not considered resident for tax purposes elsewhere, um, and then specifically for service companies. The company runs real risks in connection with the intergroup activities and it must have a proper amount of equity at risk and this risk requirement is similar to the one of article 8c of the dutch corporate income tax act that is the minimum amount of equity at risk must be the lower of one the one percent of the fund's length or two two million euro let us go back to the previous slide again Companies with an advanced pricing agreement or tax rulings under the old ruling practice, which was before uh, July 2019, also have to meet the Dutch substance requirements. The set of requirements differs a bit from the one that I just mentioned. For example, a company must also have properly fulfilled its tax compliance obligations, and this condition well, applies to corporate tax, wage tax, VAT, etc. Good to note. In practice, these requirements are also used by the Dutch Tax Administration to, as a guideline to determine the place of effective management of a holding company. Let's take a look at the new substance requirements. As of the 1st of January 2021, two additional substance requirements will need to be, will need to be met by service companies. The first one is 
a service company incurs an annual salary cost of at least 100,000 euro in relation to the service company functions. The second one is the entity has at least for at least 24 months, uh, own office space at its disposal in the Netherlands, which office space is again used for its relevant functions. These substance requirements are new. And in practice, we already see a lot of questions arising, especially about the 100K requirements. Bear in mind that the guidance provided is very limited and much needs to be cleared up in the near future. However, the 100K requirement must be applied to salary costs of employees at the level of the company and must relate only to the financing of the Dutch parliamentary proceedings. We understand that these salary costs, salary expenses must also be considered as realistic. Well, what happens if the requirements are not met? The service company must explicitly state in its annual corporate income tax return whether it meets the Dutch minimum substance requirements. Um, if the service company meets all substance requirements and declares as such in the tax return, then no spontaneous exchange of information will take place. If the service company cannot confirm that all substance requirements are met, it should first declare in its tax return which requirements are not met, provide information to the tax authorities to determine which of the substance requirements are met, provide an overview of interest, royalty, rent, and lease amounts received for which a reduction of withholding tax has or could be claimed under a tax treaty or an EU directive or a domestic implementation thereof, and it must provide details on these foreign paying group entities. On this basis, spontaneous exchange of information will, in principle, take place. In case a service company, by error, declares in its tax return that uh, it complies with the substance requirements, while, in fact, this has not been the case, this will count as a violation and could result in an administrative fine of up to 22,000 euros. It is important here to keep in mind that service companies could keep in mind that if the service company could not and did not uh, apply the Dutch tax treaty network or an EU directive or a domestic implementation thereof, it is not obliged to provide the information mentioned above and no exchange of information with other authorities can take place. All right then, let's go to the next slide. Well, substance requirements for Dutch holding companies. And here we look a bit more into the further future. In September 2020, the Dutch on Dutch Budget Day, uh, the Dutch government announced that it contemplates to introduce spontaneous exchange of information on low substance Dutch holding companies starting from 2022. This idea is not new or not completely new because in February 2018, the Dutch government announced a study into the application of the Dutch participation exemption to Dutch resident holding companies with low substance. One of the options considered was disallowing the participation exemption to low substance holdings. However, the study concluded that it would raise too many objections and instead the government will contemplate the option of exchanging information with respect to low substance holdings as of 2022. As mentioned earlier, the Netherlands exchanges information with EU member states and tax treaty partners on Dutch intragroup financing, licensing and leasing companies that benefit from tax treaties or EU directives. Only, of course, if these companies do not meet the substance requirements, as already mentioned. The Dutch government 
uh, has stated that it intends to introduce a similar provision for low substance holdings, but currently we have no further details. At this moment, we expect that holdings would need to declare in their annual corporate income tax return that they meet the substance requirements. If these requirements are not met, the Netherlands would spontaneously exchange information with the relevant EU member states or uh, tax treaty partners, just like for uh, the service companies that we just discussed. It's currently not clear whether this exchange of information will be subject to the holding company receiving income from its participations and on paying it to its shareholder or not. And we expect to know more in the first half of 2021. So yeah, uh, there are some interesting and very relevant developments to come in the near future. Well, thank you for your attention. I would like to give the floor to Emma. Thank you, Anton. Within IQEQ Netherlands, we offer our clients corporate governance solutions that are fully in line with the latest local and international law and regulatory requirements. In the next slides, we will provide some case studies of best practices which we see amongst our clients. The two examples are of two clients which are being serviced by us for approximately 10 years. Next slide, please. The first case study some client background. A UK private equity firm from London with several billions assets under management has set up 20 holding companies in the Netherlands within a time span of 10 years. The holding companies hold the various investments and assets. The client implemented the current substance requirements by IQEQ Netherlands, the current substance solutions IQEQ Netherlands provides registered office to the client. At least the half of the total number of statutory board members reside in the Netherlands. The client is serviced by IQEQ's private equity pool, so the board directors are qualified directors and have professional knowledge of the segment in which the client operates. There are around six board meetings per year which are held at the office of the Dodge Holding Company. This was pre-COVID situation. Next slide, please. They also had their main bank accounts controlled from the Netherlands and the bookkeeping was also done in the Netherlands. In addition to the current substance requirements, the client implemented some additional substance requirements. The client got IQEQ personnel on the split payroll. What is split payroll? When you use the split payroll solution, IQEQ Netherlands employs IQEQ personnel for a certain amount of hours, maximum 36 hours of the 40 hours. Usually the employees already work on the file of the client and have in-depth knowledge for split payroll employees, the employer risk is at the end fully with IQEQ. In this case, the overall salary costs and employer expenses are in line with the threshold as stipulated in the new substance requirements, being 100,000 euros. Next slide, please. The following case study is a real good example of taking substance step-by-step step to the next level and implementing economic nexus in the Netherlands some client background. In 2011, a large production company from Asia had set up a holding company 
a BV in the Netherlands. In the same year, the BV purchased a company in Germany. In the last nine years, the BV purchased more companies and currently has companies in 45 countries worldwide with a turnover of 6 billion euro. The consolidation of the group was done at BV level. In 2016, the German subsidiary requested a tax ruling with the German tax authorities. Key part of the facts and circumstances for the application of the ruling was for the BV to prove and confirm that it had sufficient substance in the Netherlands. The German tax authorities granted the tax ruling, meaning that all dividends from the German subsidiary to the Dutch BV are exempt from withholding tax. Next slide, please. So what did this client implement that the German and the Dutch tax authority ruled that they had sufficient substance? Well, the BFI had at least half of the total number of the statutory board members, which were residents in the Netherlands. The staff working on the file had professional knowledge of the segment the client operated in. All the decision-making on the transactions entered into by the BFI and the management decisions are being taken during board meetings at the Dutch office of the BFI. The board of directors meet every quarter and discuss the forecast, budget, strategy for the Dutch BV and the worldwide group. The main bank accounts of the client are being held from the Netherlands and the authorization is done via co-authorization, meaning one external director and one IQEQ director. And the bookkeeping is also done in the Netherlands. In addition to the current substance requirements, the client implemented some additional substance requirements. They, the BV rented office space from IQEQ and they got IQEQ personnel on the split payroll. These employees were already working on the file of the client. In addition, accounting employees from the client's group were sent to the Netherlands whereby the personnel increased. The HR and payroll administration is handled by IQEQ via IQEQ Pro HR. And in addition to that, we have assisted the client with the visa application, the 30% ruling and the relocation. The client created and relocated the group's finance departments to the Netherlands and all the employees were directly employed by the BV. By implementing this strategy, the client created real economical substance in the Netherlands. Next slide, please. Some key takeaways. Substance is the degree to which companies have economic nexus in a country. The more local reporting, infrastructure, transactions, and legal presence a company has, the greater its economic substance. Over the years, IQEQ has developed a set of services to support our clients to be compliant with economic substance. Our current substance solution mitigates the growing financial and reputational risks that challenge multinational companies and international investment managers operating from the Netherlands. IQEQ can help you realize all operational elements needed, such as directorships, an office space supplemented with ongoing accounting, treasury and corporate secretarial and HR 
payroll services. Next up will be the Q&A session. Thanks, Emma and Anton. Very, very, uh, very useful, clear and straight to the point. Thanks for that. Um, we received a couple of questions. So if I may, uh, can I start with, uh, with Anton? Um, so um, the first question we received um, is about, let's say, the deadline. So is 1st January 2022 our deadline for increased substance requirement for holding companies? Or maybe we can, let's say, manage this deadline or it's our deadline? Well, right now we only have the information that was given on budget day, and that was only a, uh, it was more like um, some information given on the plans of the Dutch government. So that means that they have the intention to increase the, or to, to introduce substance requirements for uh, holding companies, but uh, there's no proposal of law yet, uh, and um, they, 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 they will try to have it on the 1st of January, 2022. Uh, but for this moment, nothing is yet formalized and there's even not a draft bill or anything like. So um, that, that, that should probably be something that we will know in the first half of uh, next year. Okay, clear. Thanks for that. Uh, maybe Emma, uh, thanks for, for, for your comment on IQEQ services, but could you elaborate a bit more on two topics? The first one, you mentioned uh, office space and the second one, poor HR. So for, for office space, the question is, do does IQEQ Netherlands provide office space? The first question. And the second one, you mentioned poor HR. So what is the scope of IQEQ poor HR? Could you please elaborate a, a, bit, a bit more on that? Yes, Pascal. Uh, at IQEQ, you can uh, lease office space from um, starting from uh, 12 square meters up to 25. Or if you want to have another office space in Amsterdam, we work with well-established real estate agents. Apart from the office uh, space, which you can lease, uh, you, we can also help you uh, with HR and payroll. We have a system called IQEQ ProHR, which is a complete web-based system for HR processes and payroll. So as you recruit your Dutch workforce, we can help you through each step of the process from recruitment, selection and employment to handling payroll in compliance with uh, Dutch HR rules and regulations. Okay, clear. Thanks for that. Uh, maybe Anton, uh, another te technical question. You mentioned salary cost, but does employer cost fall in the cup of salary cost, or is it two different things? So, sorry, I didn't understand the question. Do does what fall in the salary cost? No, is employer cost because you mentioned the salary cost, but does employer cost fall in the scope of the salary cost? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is something uh, that hasn't been cleared out in the Dutch parliamentary history or in the law, but um, the law is clear on that there has to be at least 100,000 euros of uh, salary costs. Uh, so um, that relates directly to the remuneration of the employees. And I would also argue that uh, employ, employee employer costs uh, also relate to, directly to the salary 
and should therefore also have to be taken in this threshold of the 100k. Okay, clear. Thanks for that. Um, maybe um, let's take a, a last question before we close the webinar. Maybe one question from my side. Um, just maybe again, Emma, if you can elaborate a bit more on how does split payroll work, just to, to make sure we all understand that. Part of IQEQ Pro HR is the split payroll solution for clients. IQEQ Netherlands employs IQEQ personnel for a maximum of 90% to our clients. Usually these employees already work on the files of the client. For split payroll employees, the employer risk is at the end fully with IQEQ. That's a big benefit for the client. They will save many recruitment costs. And in case of an employee leaving, IQEQ will facilitate for another trained and professional colleague. The employees can also easily utilize IQEQ network for day-to-day -day questions, which is a complementary benefit. In case of an employment conflict, IQEQ will also deal with this. The client can be reassured that employment is fully in line with Dutch employment legislation. Clear, clear. Okay, it's now to 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 um, to close the webinar. So again, thanks Anton, thanks Emma, and thanks all for attending this webinar. Hopefully, that's been useful. And and speak soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. bye. bye.